You ready for Basecamp Fitness's best deal yet? Seven days for $7. That's right, seven days for $7. It's time to double down on your fitness goals and snag this offer before it's gone. Call or text Basecamp Fitness at 913-232-9770 or go to BasecampFitness.com to learn more. I told y'all before the season, we got, we got Coach Andy Reid, we got guys like Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Frank Clark. We're going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Coach Reid, there's some reports out there that you might retire. I think I'm going to hang around. Uh, I'm not going to say Dynasty yet. We're not done. So I'm not going to say Dynasty yet. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. We tried Dynavite for gut health and immune support, and after a couple of weeks, our little gizmo was acting like a puppy again. His coat was shinier, he had a lot less scratching and shedding, and he seemed like his happy old self. My dog smelled and scratched constantly. We bathed and sprayed her, took her to the vet, but no results. Now, a little Dynavite and her food helps Bella keep her beautiful coat with no scratching or smell. Get 10% off your next order of Dynavite nutritional supplements for dogs at Dynavite.com. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. DQ presents how to experience the new DQ Reese's Take 5 Blizzard with your five senses. First, open your eyes and see it all. Reese's peanut butter cups, caramel, peanuts, pretzels. (gasps) It's beautiful. Then feel it. Oh, it's cold. Next, listen to it. Now, smell it with your nose. Oh, sweet top notes. And finally, taste it. Experience the new Reese's Take 5 Blizzard today. DQ, happy tastes good. Get it delivered at DQ.com. Delivery subject to availability, additional fees, and minimum order requirements. Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect opportunity for a significant business upgrade. Save up to 45% on Dell computers with Windows 11 Pro and get an easy start to your workday. Plus, enjoy special pricing on Dell Docs, monitors, servers, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today to find the right tech for your business with fast, free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Time to leave it all on the mat. For the fourth year in a row, the NAIA Wrestling National Championship is coming to Wichita March 3rd and 4th at Hartman Arena. 280 of the best collegiate wrestlers in the country will square off for team and individual national championships. This event is open to the public, and the championship session will be broadcast live on ESPN3. All session tickets are now on sale, and single session tickets will be available the day of the event. For more information, visit visitwichita.com. Don't miss it. Entrepreneurs Wanted, with over 25 years as a commercial real estate leader in Wichita, Occidental Management is proud to support entrepreneurs in the markets we live and work. One such business is Knox Numis, a wealth management advisory group. Our business moved to our new North Rock location, and they seamlessly guided us through the build-out of the space. We couldn't have asked for a better partner. We are committed to providing the best value and quality to the businesses we serve. To learn more, visit OCCMGMT.com or call 316-262-3331. I'm Christine Lisi. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy delayed today's scheduled procedure to repair a torn UCL due to swelling in his right elbow. The hope is he can have the procedure done next month. Purdy is set to miss the entire offseason program. Trey Lance, recovering from an ankle fracture, expected to be healthy for offseason activities. One quarterback not part of San Francisco's future, impending free agent Jimmy Garoppolo. And there's a certain team in the AFC East, the best fit for Jimmy G., believes ESPN's Robert Griffin III. The Jets. When you think about what Jimmy G had in San Francisco, he had a running game. The Jets had Brees Hall. He had offensive weapons. The Jets have Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore, Braxton Berrio, CJ Uzama. You had a defense. You're talking about Sauce Gardner and Queen Williams. He might not be the hero that Jets fans want, but he is the hero that Gotham deserves. RG3 on Get Up. NHL superstar winger Alex Ovechkin has rejoined his Capitals teammates. He'd been away from the team since February 14th following the death of his father. He's expected to return to the lineup tomorrow versus the Ducks or Saturday against the Rangers. Coming up Thursday, the KJM offseason check-in continues with the Broncos and the Dolphins. With Sean Payton in the house, is Russ going to start cooking again? I'll tell you my answer. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, 6 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, ESPNU. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of 15. Had a premonition the city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get sheen in the city of the home of our heroes. 
What's up, Wichita? Happy Hump Day, everyone. We continues to roll along as we edge closer and closer to the weekend, which it should be a fun weekend, to say the least, this week. But it was a fun night last night for Kansas State, and we'll talk about that and so much more. Here on the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. You can also stream us online at ESPNWichita.com. You can check us out on the TuneIn app on your smartphone. That's easy to do. And you can also stream us from the comfort of your own home. Let's say you have a smart speaker set up. Tell that smart speaker to tune into ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I'm Pat Stroffman. Producing is the wonderful Jack Johnson. You can give us a call at 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. You might want to keep that number handy today. If you're listening to the Shane Dennis Show, you probably heard him give away some tickets. Well, we'll have some tickets to give away here on the show as well. And you got to have the number ready, 316-669-4996. You can use that number to call if you want to hop on the airways. Feel free to do so. If you want to give us your takes on sports, you can send us text at 316-247-0923. And a few people hit up the text line during the Shane Dennis Show. Feel free to do so here on The Pulse. 316-247-0923. Or if you want to send us a tweet, that's always cool. We're hip like that. Three, Not 316, I'm sorry. You can find us on ESPN Wichita. That's the Twitter handle there, Pat Strothman. You can also tweet at J underscore 15. That is the handle for Jack Johnson. Or you can send us a message on Facebook. ESPN Wichita 92.3, very, very simple on there. So your lineup for today, coming up in 20 minutes, we'll have a special guest. He's a regular on the show, voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. We'll recap K-State men's basketball with him, and maybe we'll talk about some other things as well. 245, we'll have some Kansas City Royals spring training sound. I hear from Bobby Witt, Jr., you might hear from Hunter Dozier. You might hear from Scott Barlow. We'll see how much time we have left at 2.45. At 3.02, Isaac Brown Audio ahead of tomorrow's game against Memphis. IB spoke to media members yesterday. We had the video up on our Facebook page. If you want to give it a look, feel free to do so. And we'll talk all things Wichita State men's basketball during that time as well. At 325, we'll be joined by a superstar on the campus at Wichita State, and that is Sydney McKinney. She is having a heck of a start to the season. We will tell you about that as we will visit with the softball star coming up at 325. And at 345, a What If Wednesday with Jack Johnson. That is our lineup for today. It is February 22nd. 2023, it's a hump day. Glad to have you here on the show. Got to say, the weather, woke up today, it was 64, get to the studio, I walk out, all of a sudden the breeze is coming from the north, and it's like, whoa, what happened there? (laughs) Just changed in the blink of an eye. Same could be said maybe for Kansas State. The Wildcats there for a little bit, not playing very well, starting to stumble. You're thinking they're losing steam. Keontae Johnson maybe starting to feel the effects of playing a full season for the first time in a couple years. Marquise Noel feels like he's doing a lot out there, maybe too much, not getting much help from anywhere else. You're thinking that maybe K-State is just going to stumble to the finish line. If you thought that, Think again. K-State gets a win against Baylor, number nine in the country, 75-65. to 
Kansas State rallied from a halftime deficit for the second consecutive game with a dominant second-half performance. The Wildcats tied the school record for AP Top 25 wins with seven with a 10-point win over Baylor. Baylor led 34-31 at the break. Kansas State in the second half scored 44 points on 58% from the field, 22 points coming in the paint for Kansas State. Watch that game yesterday. Couldn't help but go, man, Baylor, you can just tell that Baylor looks like it is struggling. You can tell that this is a Baylor team that was basically running on fumes in the game yesterday against Kansas State. Because, man, K-State in that second half, it's not like K-State's one of those teams that really runs and guns. They don't go flying up and down the floor like a Kansas or a TCU. But Baylor just looked beat, absolutely beat, looked dog tired. And look, it's not like Baylor didn't shoot well from beyond the arc. Baylor was 39% from deep, 11 of 28 from beyond the arc. That's pretty darn good. Keontae George hit six triples in the game. L.J. Cryer had four threes in the game. So it's not like Baylor shot the ball poorly from beyond the arc, but they got nothing inside. Meanwhile, for Kansas State, the Wildcats, they feasted. Feasted? (laughs) Feast? What do you think, Jack? I need a ruling. Feasted. It's got to be it, right? Uh, I'd go with feasted. (laughs) So as I said, I'm like, is that even a word? We're going to go with that. Anyways, feasted. Welcome to Grammar 101 here on the show. 42 points in the paint for K-State. 42. Baylor, meanwhile, had just 16. And watching Baylor against Kansas, I couldn't help but think of the same thing. Like, Baylor didn't really have much presence inside Jonathan Chamachachua finished with 11 points yesterday. He also had 12 rebounds, a couple assists, and a block shot. So Jonathan Chamachachua, he's starting to get in rhythm for the Baylor Bears, and that is much needed for Baylor because the Bears are going to need some more depth down the stretch. But watching KU and Baylor, I couldn't help but go, man, there's nothing inside for the Baylor Bears. Same thing last night. They have a good group of guards but Kansas State was a team that was able to dominate inside with those 42 points in the paint. Keontae Johnson, hello, 25 points, 11 of 17 from the field, four assists, three turnovers for the game. He was 2 of 4 from deep. Keontae Johnson only had two free throw attempts, which that's a little bit of a surprise because the guy that kind of lives around the rim and in such a big body, does a good job of initiating contact. Keontae Johnson only having two free throws is a little bit of a stunner. But the one thing Keontae did really well yesterday, he really was just in the right spots. And against Iowa State, kind of the same way, but during that little slide there for K-State, felt like teams were really figuring out Keontae Johnson. But now they're starting to move him around. He's certainly good at the mid-range area. I think we all know that. But they continue to move him in in different areas to where it's going to put him in the best possible position to capitalize and maybe keep teams guessing. Because at this stage of the game, that's what it's all about. Everyone's going to have film on you. They're going to know your tendencies. So you got to keep teams guessing. And I feel like K-State was able to move Keontae Johnson around a little bit yesterday. The big thing for the Wildcats is they got more help with Cam Carter scoring 10 points, also pulled down eight rebounds. Desi Sills started again, six points, five rebounds from him. David Gasson was a perfect three for three, had seven points. Had he not gone one of five from the free throw line, would have had double figures. Ishmael Sue had five. You had bench production yesterday for K-State. Only 12 points, but you throw that in with Cam Carter, you feel much better about your chances to win a basketball game. And Marquise Noel, I cannot stress how hard this is for a point guard in today's day and age, especially a point guard like Marquise Noel. Marquise Noel finishes with 10 points. Excuse me, 14 points. 
He was 10 for 10 for the free throw line. He was 2 of 11 from the field. Things aren't going great in terms of shooting. But what's really hard is to not let that affect the other parts of the game. Because Marquis Noel, he understands, like, it's him and Keontae Johnson. That's the one-two punch for Kansas State. We've talked about it before, and we'll continue to talk about it for the remainder of the season. But the one thing Marquise Noel did extremely well yesterday is he was able to hang on to the ball, didn't force anything. The guy had 10 assists and no turnovers. I can't stress how hard that has to be in today's day and age for college basketball. And it's not like Baylor is one of the best defensive teams in the country because the Bears are not. I still think they're a very good basketball team, and that's mainly because of what they have offensively. They have maybe the best group of guards, not just in the conference, but maybe even in the country for that matter. A guy who had a poor game last night was Adam Flagler, who was one of 13. I don't think he's going to have that type of performance going forward for Baylor. Keontae George, L.J. Cryer, Adam Flagler, those are guys that you can count on on a regular basis. Those are good offensive guards. But defensively, Baylor has issues. And I don't think the addition of Jonathan Chabachachua is really going to elevate their defensive game down the stretch. But still, when you're a guy that handles the ball as much as Marquise Noel, you're bound to have one turnover, two turnovers, maybe three if you just dribble and you accidentally dribble off your own foot. Marquise Noel didn't have a single mistake last night against Baylor with 10 assists and no turnovers, and he also had a couple steals. Marquise Noel had no turnovers. Cannot stress how hard that is, not just the no turnover part, but to have double-digit assists with no mistakes. That's ridiculously tough to do. And we've talked about this before with K-State, kind of in the same breath as KU. When those two teams value the basketball and don't just hand the ball over, especially with live ball turnovers, they could beat anyone. And Kansas State only had seven turnovers last night. Five points for Baylor off those seven turnovers. While watching that game last night, a few of those turnovers All right, ball got dribbled off the foot, and it goes out of bounds, and that's that. It's not a live ball turnover to where the team can go flying the other way and capitalize and transition. K-State didn't have too many live ball turnovers last night against Baylor. Meanwhile, K-State capitalized on 13 turnovers for Baylor. 19 points off those miscues for the K-State Wildcats. Who, by the way, they did have 15 fast break points yesterday compared to the 9 for the Baylor Bears. That's more like it for K-State. That's more like it for the Wildcats. It's incredible. If, if, if they, and I think it was, I think Jerome Tang said this yesterday, if they only have seven turnovers a game from here on out, they are going, going to be really tough to beat. Really, really tough. Now, coming up next for them, they do have a road trip coming up on Saturday, going down to Stillwater to take on Oklahoma State at 1 o'clock. That game might be tougher than what some people would really think. But the way that K-State's playing, I like to think that K-State has found a way to right the ship. And Jerome Tang continues to show why he should be the Big 12 Coach of the Year. I was having this conversation with someone this morning. And, of course, this person's like, well, what do you think about Bill Self? Like, yeah, Bill Self deserves a lot of credit. Guy lost Ochai Baji, Christian Brown. Lost some key guys from the national championship team. And to potentially win the Big 12 championship outright when the conference is at its deepest, yeah, Bill Self I could definitely listen to the argument of him being the Big 12 coach of the year. But with what Jerome Tang has been able to do in season one at K-State, nothing short of sensational. He has completely flipped the script, completely changed everything in such a short amount of time. 
and Bramlage Coliseum was rocking. This person just so happened to be at the game yesterday when we were talking about coach of the year and, and so on and so forth. Bramlage was rocking, and, and this guy's like, man, that's a special. I can't remember when I was at Bramlage Coliseum, and it was that special of a feeling. That's what Jerome Tang has been able to do. And look, good coaches, when you start to face adversity, good coaches find ways to correct things and right the ship. Now, obviously, the players have to do it, and they have certainly responded. Marquis Noel, turnover-wise, he was the first to admit that he had to play better, simply put. He had to hang on to the ball more for Kansas State. He had to. In order for them to win, he had to hang on to the ball. And to his credit, the last couple games, he's been pretty good at that. And kind of like Kansas, it's like we talked about with Dewan Harris. Point guards just have to play play better. When those two guys play well and they don't turn the ball over, it's amazing how how they just are so important to their respective teams. Point guards got to play well, man, especially when you get to March Madness in the NCAA tournament. Those guys have to be leaders. And give credit to Marquise Noel for being able to look in the mirror and go, all right, I got to get better here. And he has. Shooting-wise, Still not shooting, I think, at a at an efficient clip that he would like, but that will come at some point. And if he continues to have these types of games where he's only having one or two turnovers, not forcing the issue, that's when K-State becomes just a different breed of a team. They become ridiculously tough to, to stop. And a, a team that I like watching. I like the way they play. Oh, and by the way, going back to Jerome Tang, yeah, the guy is undefeated <laughs> against his old coworker, his boss, and Scott Drew. Sweeping Baylor in your first season. Yeah, I think I can hear people getting the concrete ready to build a statue of Jerome Tang right now. Guy certainly deserves one after what he's been able to do here this season. This K-State team, it looked like that maybe this team was running out of steam. But nope. They are right back in it, if you will. And they have a shot to getting a pretty good seed for the Big 12 tournament, which is just around the corner. Jack, any thoughts from K-State Baylor before we move on to Wyatt Thompson? It's been very impressive what they've done their last two games because it kind of felt like they were looking fatigued. They were headed for a free fall after losing back-to-back games on the road to Tech and Oklahoma. Uh, but they responded the best possible way in beating Iowa State, overcoming a 10-point deficit in the first half. They really bounced back from allowing a 21-3 run to Baylor in the first half last night. This is a team that can be inherently dangerous when Keontae Johnson plays like that. And I saw a lot of people saying that last night on Twitter, that when you get that version of Keontae Johnson, K-State will be one of the toughest outs in March. And I think the best thing that happened last night for this Kansas State team, they took care of the basketball. Uh, that has been one of their biggest problems this year. And when, like you said with Jerome Tang, when they only turn the ball over seven times, they can beat just about anybody in the country because they have that offensive firepower. And defensively, uh, you got to give credit there. They held Iowa State under, I believe, 60 points. And last night in the second half, they held Baylor to, I want to say, 31 points. Uh, that's impressive to do in its own. And the fact they're 2-0 and against a very good Baylor team, a Baylor team that... You know, in their recent hot stretch, they weren't beating the tops, t- top teams in the Big 12, but they had really taken care of business against teams like West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma. That's easier said than done in this conference, but Kansas State, just when you thought, to quote opportunity, just when you thought they were down and out, they, pull them, they pulled me back in because this Kansas State team, I think when they are playing defensively that well, uh, they can de- beat just about anybody in this conference. As we've seen, they've beaten Texas, they've beaten Baylor, and they've beaten mm-hmm. Kansas. They are right up there with the top three teams in the Big 12, and I think they're going to finish up there around third place. Don't think they'll catch Texas or Kansas trailing by two games with three to go, but still, to finish third place after being preseason project- projected to finish dead last, that's an accomplishment in its own. Without question. Without question. K-State gets a 10-point win over Baylor. Kansas State sweeps. Baylor, pretty awesome. 
And also, too, have you seen the Jerome Tang videos on social media, on Twitter, the Hang with Tang? Have you seen any of those? I know I you're a KU no. dude, so you probably have it. You need to do it. I know you're a KU dude. You need to watch the Hang with Tang series that they have on Twitter. The most recent one, he sits down, he's talking to these different students, and it just goes to show you like what this guy could do or what I guess any coach could do if you had this type of personality. Like Bruce Weber would never he would never even dream of this. I can see Bill Self doing this, but at the end of the day he doesn't need to because he's a national championship coach. Jerome Tang needs to win over the student section. So what does Jerome Tang do? He sits down he was in the engineering building, people walking on by. You're talking about a full full spectrum here where one guy is asking Jerome Tang, hey, what kind of engineer would you be? And he would be like, oh, I'm a road engineer because all the potholes. And you're like, oh, that checks out because, yeah, potholes are kind of a problem. And then he was also talking about gas. As in, like, farting, which, what coach does that on camera? That's hilarious. And then at the very end, some gal wanted him to hook her up with Naquan Tomlin. Like, and he started laughing. I'm just like, I can't I can't get enough of Jerome Tang. I just can't win the Tang day, man. That's all I got to say. K-State won last night. And now up next, Oklahoma State on the road on Saturday, two of the final three games on the road for the K-State Wildcats. Later on here in hour number one, spring training audio from Kansas City Royals spring training out in Arizona. But coming up next, voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. He's just around the corner here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. This is The Pulse. On Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Hi, this is Brian Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. And this is Blake Davis with a great deal on Michelob Ultra 24-packs, just $24.99. And don't forget about Jack Daniels Black 1.75 liters, only $42.99. Davis Liquor Outlet, each store independently owned and operated. Excludes 31st Meridian. Are you wasting money on a timeshare you rarely use? Cancel it with Titan Exit Group. Get a free consultation and see how they can stop the never-ending maintenance fees and mortgage payments. In fact, if your timeshare contract is not terminated, you owe nothing, so you have nothing to lose. But those monthly fees get legally released from your timeshare, 100% guaranteed. Call now for your free consultation at 800-200-0894. 800-200-0894. Due to recent changes in Kansas law, many more residents are participating in sports wagering. But here's an important reminder to keep the fun in the game. If you're into sports betting, only bet with money you can afford to lose. Don't let problematic sports gambling ruin the game for you. If you or someone you love is already experiencing problematic gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER and ask to be referred to a counselor. This message is brought to you by the Kansas Department of Aging and Disability Services and the South Central Problem Gambling Task Force. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. (laughs) Well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. What does it feel like to be in Kansas City, the soccer capital of America? To hear thousands shouting as one. To see waves of sporting blue. To hug total strangers. To be a part of something bigger than any of us. What does it feel like to be at Children's Mercy Park? It feels like home. It's showtime in Kansas City. Sporting opens the season at home on March 11th versus the L.A. Galaxy. Grab your tickets now at SportingKC.com. The KCAC postseason tournament is finally here, and teams are trying to make their way to Hartman Arena, home to KCAC Championship Monday. Join me, Pat Strathman, for live play-by-play coverage of the road to Hartman Arena. On Wednesday, it's the men's KCAC tournament quarterfinals, as number four Southwestern welcomes number five Bethany. 
Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock on Wichita's Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Jack, did you pick this on purpose? Jerome Tang and Scott Drew, like technically exes, I guess. <laughs> I didn't know if you did that or not, but if you did, bravo, good sir. <laughs> Welcome back to the poll, Saudi ESP in Wichita, ninety-two point three FM. It is a good song, which you know that in itself is is just fine. Coming up in hour number two, we'll have Isaac Brown audio brought to you by Wooshock Wheats, brewed by Wichita Brewing Company. But right now we go to the phones and we say good afternoon to the voice of the Kansas State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. Wyatt, glad to have you back on the show. How are things going? How are you? I haven't asked you that in a little bit. Usually I just dive right into a question about how is Wyatt Thompson coming down the stretch here in Big 12 basketball play? Well, I appreciate you asking. I'm I'm doing well. I've I've had a ball this year. I just got through doing another interview uh down with a couple of buddies down in Pittsburgh, Kansas, and I was telling them, I mean, how fortunate can one guy be in one sports season with what coach Kleiman did with the football team in the fall and what uh, coach Tang has done with basketball here in the winter time and for that matter, going into the game tonight, K-State baseball off to a 4-0 start. Who knows if they'll have any kind of year like that because there are a lot more question marks for them, I think. But, mm-hmm. uh, man, it's been, it's been great, man. I, and I, and I uh, you know, you know I love my job. It makes it a little easier when you're winning like that. <laughs> it's not a job. It's not yeah, a job, exactly. right? It's not, it's not a job. That's so, the one thing Wyatt Thompson told me a long time ago was, hey, I mean, if you're going to work and it's not really your job, then that's probably a good place to to be. Like, yes, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, last night, just an incredible second half for Kansas State. It's the Wildcats officially swept the Baylor Bears 75-65. to There for a little bit, Wyatt, I think a lot of us were wondering, all right, this K-State team might be running on E. Is there any way this team is going to find a pit stop and get some gas and get back to you know playing some good basketball. Turns out, yes, they were able to do it against Iowa State, and then they have another great second half last night against what I I would argue a team that very well could be in the Final Four. I know people are probably like, are you crazy? Did you, did you see Baylor? They have a group of guards that can take them the distance. They are such a good team. So what did you make of last night's game against Baylor? Well, let's go back to the Iowa State game because you mentioned that K-State – coming off of those two losses on the road, I think did look like a worn-out team, both mentally and physically. And, and, and as a matter of fact, Coach Tang said that was exactly the case, and that's why he gave them not only last Wednesday their regular day off, but most of Thursday, too. And I thought that we saw that pay big dividends in, in their legs and just their attitude and uh, what have you in the game against Iowa State on Saturday. And I think they took even a, a, a bigger step uh, last night, you know, they played really pretty darn good defense in both of those games. But I think K State was even better offensively last night in almost every way. Whether it's uh, cutting, screening, um, you know, ball reversal, paint touches, <laughs> you kind of just keep going there. there. There's a lot of things too good offensive basketball, of course, sharing the ball, but also only seven turnovers. And I know Coach Tang was thrilled with that. They also had. 20 assists on 28 made field goals. So yeah. there was a lot of good offense in the game. And, yes, you can argue that Baylor may not be you know, what Iowa State is or Kansas is defensively, and that's, that's probably right. But I, I thought uh, it was a really nice step forward for these guys. And now here we go again, right? Confident, um, <laughs> but on the road again. So we'll see how that treats us. Yeah, of course, which the road has been the, the biggest trouble there for Kansas State. We can talk about the game against Oklahoma State here in just a little bit. But out of the numbers that you pulled out there, Wyatt, how about 42 points in the paint for this K-State team? Yeah, exactly. And I think that there were a lot of numbers that I think Coach Tang loved last night, but 
<laughs> the, the 42 pain points, I think, showed you that they established an inside uh, presence right away. They were what I will describe as being in attack mode. Um, they got good shots early on. They weren't necessarily perfect in the first half shooting the ball. As a matter of fact, they were only 3 out of 12 from 3, but were about 41% in the first half. But you look at, at the end of the game, and you know Keontae Johnson goes 11 for 17. And you look at Cam Carter going 5 for 11. Um, it, it, those guys, you know, and, and they overcame really a, a poor shooting night for Keys, who went 2 of 11 and 0 for 6 from 3, but was 10 for 10 at the foul line. And two games in a row now, he, he's just, I'm not sure what it is, first half, second half, but he was really good in the second half of both games. Interesting to note here that uh, he had another double-double last night with 14 points and 10 assists. Um, that's that's awfully good work, man. Uh, he, he's kind of also went over 200 assists for the season, so he's he's done some really good things. Well, the assist, as we're visiting with the voice of the K-State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson here on the Pulse, you bring up the assist, but there are guys that can have 10 assists, but odds are they have four or five turnovers. The fact uh-huh. that he had 10 assists and no turnovers, like that's just absurd, absolutely absurd. Well, here's one for you. You ready for this? Get your pencil. You're going to want to write this one down. All right, hold on. Let me grab. Let me grab my pencil here. And <laughs> you don't have to really. Let me do see. It. I was just saying that. There, there we go. No, no. Here we go. Go ahead. <laughs> since since ninety six ninety seven, according to StatSync, Tom Gilbert was telling me this earlier today. So since the ninety six ninety seven season, there have been twelve guys that have had ten or more assists and no turnovers against a top AP top twenty top ten team. Twelve times since ninety six, ninety seven. Four times it's been done in the Big Twelve. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a rarity what he did last night with the uh, with with the ten assists. Um, that's and, and no turnovers. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just it's it's incredible. And you know, to his credit, during that little stretch there, I think he was the first to say that I need to play better. And yeah. I think the one area that he needed to improve in was being better when it comes to hanging on to the basketball. I'm sure it doesn't matter if he goes 2 of 11 from the field. Now, you don't want that to be a, a regular thing for, for Kansas State, but I think you'd rather have the assist-to-turnover ratio more so than the numbers shooting from the field, at least. Yeah. Well, if you look at, at Marquise individually, okay, and, and I, you know, part of what I do is, is crunching numbers here. If, if you go back to, you know, let, let's look at the turnovers for him. In the let's let's go back one two three four five six seven games uh, prior to last night five five six six seven four and four turnovers. Even with that, his assist to turnovers this year are two twelve to ninety seven, and his assist to turnover ratio is 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 not spectacular, but two point two is pretty good. Um, but but again to play. <laughs> Play 37 minutes and 29 seconds and not turn the ball over, that's that's crazy. It just yep. doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. Keontae Johnson with 25 points. What led to that success last night for him? Was it just simply another game for Keontae? Or I kind of feel like for K-State, because at this stage of the game, teams just know your tendencies. They, they watch so much film. They, they know yep. what you like to do. But I feel like if you put guys in different positions, just tiny little – little changes, tiny little tweaks, and catching a team off guard can lead to a big game. I feel like for Keontae, the guy didn't live at the foul line. So it made me think, you know, they put him in different scenarios last night. Well, pretty perceptive on your part, uh, honestly. And I say that based on Keontae's offense. And then, you know, there were some tweaks with what K-State did defensively against the Baylor guards last night, too, which I thought was was pretty interesting. And I I, I do think that they moved um, – Keontae around a little bit more. Um, he had gone through a pretty good stretch there where he wasn't taking what I would describe as a whole bunch of, of three-point shots. Um, but if you go back and look early in the year, um, he he was getting some, some three-point looks and making some three-point mm-hmm. looks. Um, and I just liked the way they kept him moving and, and in attack mode last night. 
I thought his just again like like everybody just you know the the cutting the screening the spacing the passing ball reversal all of those kind of things were you know better for the cats last night in my opinion Kim Carter in double figures boy can this yeah. be the one one game that that gets them started and also too along the same lines Wyatt what has Desi Sills done since being inserted into the starting lineup I know some people you know, look at that, maybe go, ah, it's not that big of a deal because the guy's still going to get starter-type minutes off the bench, so on <laughs> and so forth. But yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think I, – I know Jerome Tank, the way he answered it was, I wanted him to be in the running for six-man player of the year, which, you know, bravo to Coach Tank for thinking that way. But I'm thinking, well, Desi, you know, being that aggressive type of guy, I'm thinking maybe having that aggressive player you know, right out of the gates rather than – you know, have an issue in the ball game. I'm thinking to myself, hey, I, I think that could maybe jumpstart the offense a little bit more. Well, I, I think it probably has actually. Um, if, if you remember, K State did okay uh, start wise against Iowa State, but then they they came back. Kind of the same thing last night in the Baylor game in the first half. Desi brings a lot of things to the table, and this is a guy who now has started the last two games, but. In his career, I mean, he's he's been around a long time, man, and he he's had a lot of starts. But he's also comfortable coming off the bench, and he's a twenty-nine minute a game guy. Um, I just think right now, Coach Tang likes you know him in there. They seem to have a little bit more, I guess, maybe free and easy movement, really. Um, and and I don't think Desi's necessarily shot the ball exceptionally well over the last seven or eight games. Last night he goes two for six after a couple of games of going one for five, but before that he'd been five of nine, four of nine, four of six. I mean that that's pretty good. That's pretty good work. I, I just think that they really appreciate him in everything he brings to the table on both ends of the floor. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Voice of the K State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson here on the pulse of next for K State. Oklahoma State's there for a little bit, Wyatt. We're thinking, oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> Oklahoma State starting the streak. They're playing good basketball. They won, was it five of seven? No, six of seven. They won six of seven going into the game against Kansas, and now they've dropped three in a row back-to-back yep. on the road, giving up 100 to TCU and giving up 85 to West Virginia on Monday still doesn't mean that K-State can go into Stillwater thinking that they could dominate because I think we all know Oklahoma State's still talented. But what do you make of, of the Cowboys and, and the type of challenges that they present to K-State? Well, it's an interesting question because I would first and foremost remind you that when they were here, they really gave K-State a pretty big, severe test. Mm-hmm. K-State won the ball game 65-57, I believe it was, but I, I love their length. I love their athleticism with that length. I like their defense, their ability to block shots. The real key for them, even now, um, is making shots. When they were winning those five in a row and six of seven, as you mentioned, they were making shots. And then, unfortunately for them, Avery Anderson gets hurt. He's their starting point guard. He'll be missing the rest of the season, so other guys have had to step up. Well, John Michael Wright has done that a little bit. Woody Newton is at 6'9 and 195 playing the four position for them now. And in all honesty, he's done a really pretty good job. Asbury's been okay. Keon Williams, a good-looking freshman, is starting to come on a little bit for them. This is all about, I mean, and, I, and I, again, this is oversimplifying it, I'm sure, but um, I, I think these teams um, – it, making shots will be paramount on Saturday. I think the team that is better in that area, all things being equal, probably is going to win the game. Well, whichever team, that seems like you know typical basketball, though. You say over, sure. oversimplifying it. Go talk to any coach, and you go, "All right, coach, um, <laughs> let's let's talk about keys to victory here." <laughs> yeah. What, what do you, know you think? You know what I want to look up. <laughs> what I want to look up, though, between now and and this weekend, in particular with OSU. What are they shooting as a team in their wins? What are they shooting as a team in their losses? Yeah, because uh, they're they're sixteen and twelve. Um, they're seven and eight, so they're a five hundred ish or a little bit better team um, for the season. A little bit under in the league, and and I do think that's going to be a significant stat because if you look at some of the rest of their stuff, honestly, and 
they're, they're the points allowed, they're second in the league behind Iowa State defensively. And because of their length, I mean, <laughs> um, I mean, Cisse and Boone both block shots. They're capable of being double-double guys. Bryce Thompson has been pretty good, too, uh, and consistent, of course, and not a great foul shooter. But when he shoots it, they're dangerous. Um, so I, I guess I just have a lot of respect for him, too, because, you know, studying for the game, K-State has not, let me say that again, K-State has not had a lot of success recently in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a place to play. Yeah, it is. It is a tough place to play. It's a tough place to play. Accurate. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those places. Like I remember walking around for the first time when I was in Salina, Kansas. Westland was on its way down to, I think it was Fort Worth, Texas, to take on Texas Westland, and we stopped in Stillwater to do a little practice or whatever and I had a chance to walk around Gallagher Iba and I was like I feel like there's kind of like a ghost following me around right now like it just feels feels spooky just walking around that place and well there's a reason why you know Oklahoma State has so much success in that building because that place is uh, just a very very tough place to play for sure so certainly right will be a tough you. challenge yeah, yeah they're right, right on top of you <laughs> um, I, I remember when I first got into the league and 2002 and and they were you know that was you know the eddie sutton days and they were really good i mean it was an intimidating place to play um and and when they've had some of their better teams in my 21 years being around it 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 absolutely is one of the more difficult places uh so so they're they're more than capable there last but not least does kansas win the big 12 do they do they win with a tie, do they share? Do they win outright? Is it Texas? Is Baylor going to find a way? Or are you just going to give me the typical response of, it's the Big 12, I have no clue? <laughs> <laughs> well, I could do that. I don't, I don't think that's what you want to hear. L- let's put it this way. I'll, I'll kind of play it somewhat safe, but not necessarily. I think it's KU's to, to, to lose now. Because I think the schedule favors them, even though they finish at Texas. If you look at what Texas has remaining, and I don't know whether you have or you haven't, uh, knowing you, you've probably at least looked at it or peeked at it a little bit, right? Of course. <laughs> yeah. And here's here's what they have left. At Baylor, okay, at TCU, and Kansas at home. That sounds a heck of a lot tougher than what KU has with, let's see, what do they have? They have West Virginia and Tech at home and at Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm not a real big betting guy. I mean, I'm probably the, <laughs> the least betting guy you'll ever run across. But my money would go on KU in that scenario. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's totally fair. Yeah. Oh man. Well, before you know it, Big Twelve tournament Big 12 time's going to be them here. All the breaks, you know that, isn't that what? Yeah, of course. Says? That's what it is. Yeah, they get all the breaks. <laughs> you get all the calls. It's a conspiracy theory. It's like the NFL. It's like, hey, they're doing, they're making these calls on purpose. So yeah, got you all fired the, up. That the Chiefs can, can win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's exactly what they say. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's picking uh-huh. the Raiders and the Chargers already, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Chargers are already preseason champions of the oh, sure of the are. NFL right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wyatt, thank you so much for your time. You have yourself a wonderful weekend in Stillwater, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, partner. I appreciate it. Good talking to you, buddy. As always, voice of the Kansas State Wildcats here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Yeah, the game this weekend, it will be tougher than you think because Oklahoma State, I think Wyatt's correct when he says it comes down to shooting for Oklahoma State. I feel like I say that about a lot of teams in the Big 12. But for the Cowboys, yes, without question. All right, still to come in hour number two, Sidney McKinney, Wichita State's senior, she'll be on the show at 325 at 302. We'll have some audio from Isaac Brown. Up next, though, let's get to some audio for the Kansas City Royals in spring training. Bobby Witt, maybe some Hunter Dozier. That's just around the corner here on The Pulse on ESPN Wichita. 
You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Are you considering a remodeling project for your home? While many remodeling companies come and go, more than 20,000 extremely satisfied customers have chosen Southwestern Remodeling over the course of nearly 50 years in business. We believe the reason for our longevity and proven success stems from our processes that consistently drive excellence. From the initial in-home consultation into the design process and through product and finish selection, you are accompanied by one of our project consultants assisting in every step along the way. Once construction begins, your consultant will stay involved in support our dedicated field staff of 32 true employee craftsmen through the process of turning your remodeling dream into a reality. If you're ready to experience the difference a truly professional firm with nearly five decades spent perfecting a truly unique process brings to the table, we would love the opportunity to become a part of your remodeling transformation. Give the Southwestern Remodeling Team a call at 263-1239. Stop by our showroom at 134 North Elizabeth or view our project galleries online at southwesternremodeling.com. John, what are you doing? Get in my car. So why are you walking to work? <sighs> Thanks, man. It's these insanely high gas prices. They're draining my bank account. I can't afford to drive anymore. Dude, don't walk. Just do what I do because I never pay full price for gas anymore. I use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Oh, wait. You're telling me you get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200. Wow, that's serious cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code FULL for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's promo code FULL. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code FULL for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code FULL for a $5 bonus. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Every day, more sports fans are finding Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3. You can listen to the latest local sports right here. And now you can share your thoughts with us 24-7. Just text 316-247-0923. Want to share your thoughts with the Shane Dennis Show or the Pulse with me, Pat Strachman? Put the new text line in your phone right now. 316-247-0923. And now the end is near And so I face the final curtain Another rain of suggestion? Yes. I'll say it clear I've heard this song in ages. Oh man! Which I'm certain I've lived. I could sit here and listen to this over and over again. I traveled each and every highway and more. Try to get me to sing again, Jack. I see what you're doing. Welcome back to the polls on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Coming up in hour number two, Cindy McKinney of Wichita State Softball. That'll be a good time at 325-302. We'll have Isaac Brown audio, plus some breaking news from the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll get into that here shortly. Before we get to hour number two, I do want to play some sound from spring training for the Kansas City Royals. Bobby Witt Jr., he had a chance to speak with one of our guys from Sports Radio 810 WHB. Wonderful sister station over there in Kansas City. Here is Bobby Witt Jr., the superstar for the Royals. 
It's kind of a, a different field here. you got a new manager and all that. How's camp been so far? Uh, it's been great. Just being able to meet everyone, be around all the guys, just get back going. Everyone's really excited and looking forward to a great year. Is there any philosophy change here with the new manager, or is it just business as usual? Yeah, I think it's just business as usual, just everyone going out there, doing their job. Everyone just know their responsibilities and just go out there and have fun. We talked a lot about you, uh, shortstop. That's what you want to, they want you to be the shortstop, give you every opportunity to do that. What do you think you need to do to solidify that to where you can be the shortstop for the long term here in town? Yeah, just go out there and be myself. I put in a lot of work this offseason, and I think just going to continue putting in the work, and we have a, a new infield uh, guy, uh, Aggie, and so we've been working a lot, and I uh, worked a lot of this offseason, so I'm really looking forward to that. What kind of different things are you working on on that front? Uh, just getting back, back comfortable, getting going and just doing the fundamentals because that's the biggest part of the game, just getting those down and just trying to do those so I can help the pitchers out as much as I can, just help the team. Are there any little keys of fundamentals that you use? That, like that, uh, Is it backhands, forehands, throwing? What, what kind of things are you working on? I think it's just a little bit of everything. What uh, on that front? The shift rules are changing in favor of that. Yeah. I First think, off, from a fielding standpoint, are you in favor of it? Yeah, I think it's it's all good, and I think it's going to show just kind of if you got range, just how how much you can move and everything. I think it's going to be a lot of fun just going out there and doing that, and so I'm just it's going to be fun. Now, from a hitter standpoint, do you like the the no shift as well? Yeah, I think it's I think it's. I think it just kind of depends on for a hitter. I swear a guy like Vinny Pasquantino might help him, and but I don't really know how much guys shift me as much, so we'll see how, how kind of how it goes. How prepared are you for this pitch clock to be ready to go, and how much work do you need to do on that? I think it just kind of it just kind of happens, so you just got to be ready, and we're working on it here in spring training, live at bats and stuff, so it'll be fun. Have you set any goals for yourself this year? Just stay healthy and just try to win as many games as possible. Just continue to get better each and every day, and that's kind of what I went into this offseason. Just learn from what, what went through last year, through the failures, and then just continue to learn and just get better as a whole. You you were up all year last year, but the team got younger later in the year, right, after the trade deadline and all that. you guys feel like some energy with all the young guys together? Oh, yeah, no doubt. We're all they, Everyone says that we're kind of young, but we're all team, and so we're going to go out there and just keep competing and try to win each and every game. Bobby Witt Jr. is a man of few words, Jack. <laughs> I don't I don't mind it. Not like I hate it. I'm not trying to criticize the kid. It's just that his answers are, are pretty short and sweet. Yeah. He, what do you make? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, then the couple times I was in the locker room last year covering the Royals, and yeah, I think he's just a little bit more quiet, but also at the same time, I, I try to uh, look at it and go, man, I what is he now, 22, 23? I mean, he's only a couple years younger than me, but last year, I mean, to be a 21-year-old stepping into a clubhouse of a bunch of 28, 29, 30-year-olds, sometimes older than that, and then you're the, you know, you're the star. You're, you're having all these guys around you, all these men and women in the media asking you questions. I'm sure a lot of it is more so nerves than anything and trying to say the right things and not, you know, get ahead of himself. But, of course. you know, yeah. I'm sure he's been around big league clubhouses, of course, with his dad, so he knows how it all works and stuff. But, you know, at least at times he, he may be, give you short answers, but at least he can be to the point, uh, an answer instead of a lot of uhs or ums or don't really knows. I mean, he's quick and to the point. That may just be him, but maybe it might be a little bit of nerves too. <laughs> well, which is fine. It could be just, and it's no big deal if it is just him. Like, I'm not going to sit here and criticize. So that's just the way it goes. What's the number one thing you want to see Bobby Wood Jr. get better at this year? Defense? Just I think for me, defense is probably one of them, but I think it really would take his game to the next level if his walk rate went up a little bit, his chase Agreed. rate went down. Um, Absolutely. You saw the star potential uh, with his bat, of course, the pop, the speed, the glove a little bit. He wasn't great uh, data-wise or metric-wise defensively. That's going to improve. That's always going to improve when you have a young shortstop like that. But I think yeah. if he could get on base more by walking, uh, limit the swings out of the zone, because when he went through slumps last year, uh, he's failing down in the way like a lot of Royals were. And you have Salvador Perez out there, uh, Michael A. Taylor when he struggled, Hunter Dozier, uh, even Nicky Lopez kind of down and in. Just when the ball was cutting away from Bobby Wood Jr., he would flail a little bit at it. And I think if you can improve with that, cut down the swing and miss a little bit, uh, you're going to have a true superstar not only in Kansas City, not only in the American League, but for the rest of Major League Baseball. Yeah, without question. And and you bring up a great point about the defense. And we might have said this all of last year, too. As much as we wanted to, you know, sit here and nitpick his defense, the guy's still young. <laughs> he still has a little ways to go before he's officially a veteran. I think we just get so 
enamored with his bombs that we saw at spring training, and you're just kind of like, wow, this guy is is just going to be the superstar. He's just going to come up and be this instant impact guy offensively. Yeah, defensively, it's like you forget about about that part, too. The guy needs to get better on the defensive side, which he should. He should be getting better. And I'll be curious to see how things go this year for him, considering there's no Alberto Manasi out there to stop him at short. All right, that does it for hour number one. Still to come in the second hour, IB Audio, Cindy McKinney, and so much more. Don't go anywhere. It's the Pulse on ESPN Wichita. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.